You gotta fight for your right. Party. No, we're not having a party on Sig Daddy's wrestling show, but we're gonna have a lot of fun discussing this topic. Hello and welcome back to Sig Daddy's wrestling show. I'm your host, Skylar Sig Daddy. Sigmund joined by the assistant to the podcast host, J.O., here with me this uh, time out. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun discussing our topic today because it's going to be involved. It's involving fighting, but it's in case you get in a fight. So we're going to be talking about five wrestlers you'd have as backup for a fight. You'd want as backup for a fight. And this is going to be interesting because there's a lot of notoriously tough uh, professional wrestlers that have come and gone and still exist today. Say big, scary guys. Big, scary guys that you do not want to fight in a dark alley, a light alley, or any alley in particular, period. No, but you'd want them to help you in a fight. Oh, that's for sure. That's for sure. And we'll get into that. Here in just a few moments, want to thank those who listened to any episode of Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show, including the last episode on Is Roman Reigns' Double Title Reign Good for Business? Thank you for listening to those. Coming up next time on Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show will be an AEW New Japan Pro Wrestling Forbidden Door reaction. I'll be writing solo on that, but following that will be another episode We'll be doing a TNA Slammiversary 2006 review. And uh, that's kind of a good good time period around TNA. That'll be our, that'll be J.O.'s second uh, ex- uh, bit of exposure to a TNA pay-per-view. So bet you're excited about that. Oh, yeah. I mean, so TNA is not a bad promotion by any means. Or, you know, it wasn't back then <laughs> well they're, they're but, back you know, on the up and up they're back on the up back on the up and up yeah but yeah you know um, um even though I, I'll, I'll still call myself i don't mind calling myself a casual but i still enjoy wrestling even if it's not uh the big dub even if it's not aw new japan whatever like you know pro mm-hmm. pro, pro wrestling is wrestling and i'm a fan and uh yeah the main event of that one just to give everyone a sneak preview is a sting, a sting versus jeff jarrett versus christian cage versus abyss versus ron killings on the truth killings and a king of the mountain match, which J.O. you haven't been exposed to that. It's a different kind of ladder match. So you'll be exposed to that next week. So that should be fun. That's a loaded main event, really, if you think about it. Oh, definitely. I'm excited to see, uh, I'll call him our truth, but interested to see our truth, the 500 time 24 seven champion. Yeah. That should be fun. In a serious, more serious role too, as well. Yeah. So we'll see about that. Those will be both dropped. Those will both be dropped uh, next week. So I'll have the uh, AEW New Japan Pro Wrestling Forbidden Door reaction because that's coming up next Sunday, if I'm correct. It will so I'll have a reaction video, not video, but a reaction episode of the podcast up on Monday, and then on Tuesday we'll have our TNA Slammiversary 2006 uh, review up wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, the IR Radio app. Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. But without further ado, it's time to knuckle up because we're about to get into the fight game. Five wrestlers you'd have as backup for a fight. J.O., I will let you kick things off with your first name. 
Okay, so when I sat down and started thinking of this list, I I saw there were like two school of thoughts, and you can tell me if you agree or disagree with this, is do you want to go with someone who was skilled or someone who is crazy? Because WWEs have both, or not even just WWE. There wrestling might be period. Before. Wrestling period, yeah, but you – You'd agree, right? That wrestling, professional wrestling has both kinds of people. Mm -hmm. uh, and for me, I kind of lean, leaned to more towards people who are skilled. And I did too. I did so too. Uh, and I'll start off. This, is, this isn't like a countdown of from top to least. It's just five that I picked. And I'll start off with a... a Probably one of the mo more notable notable ones on my list. I'll start with the Undertaker. Interesting. Yeah. While he's not necessarily known as a like a fighter, it's just his presence. I mean, the dude's what six eight and, six nine yeah. three hundred pounds at his best. And he and he does and, showcase you know, MMA skills. Very true. And he's a big MMA fan. Uh, I would. I think it'd be safe to say, you know, he has some skill in it as a enthusiast and just the stories you've heard from the undertaker. I mean, there's a reason he was the, uh, unofficial slash official backstage, what ruler, like any times there were problems in the back, uh, backstage in the locker room, taker was wrestler's the guy court. <laughs> wrestler's court. Yeah. And you, you don't, you don't get the, a position like that without your presence. And the stories I've heard from other people is how Taker can just stop a fight by looking at someone. I think <laughs> Gosh, the, I would. I'd go. I'd, yeah, I'd run away. I think the example I saw was from a video uh, from Parts Unknown, Adam Blompier. Undertaker stopped a group of guys trying to carjack Bruce Pritchard. All he had to do was look at him. That'd be, enough for, that'd be enough to heat me off. Say, what, what more do I have to say? That's for sure. But that, that, I, that was a surprise. I didn't, I did not, not expect that on the list, but that, that's a pretty good one to start off with. Uh, my first person on the list is Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh, that's a good one. He's a legit boxer, isn't he? He, he was a boxer. He's just notoriously tough. He wrestled with a dang, I think, a steel-plated hip at one point, like a steel, like a, like a prosthetic hip. Um, he was awarded a black belt. If you didn't know this, by uh, it was, a, uh, it was in judo. But yeah, he was awarded a black belt in judo from uh, Judo Jean Labelle, and it was supposedly won a golden gloves in his youth as I, youth as I looked on Wikipedia. But Roddy Roddy Piper. Notoriously tough. He had a boxing match with Mr. T at WrestleMania, too. Right. And he, re he legitimately, le legitimately could have probably beaten the crap out of Mr. T if he really wanted to. And they didn't like each other. Piper did not like him because Piper didn't like the way he treated the business. And so, yeah, that, that would that that's interesting. But, yeah, Piper is notoriously known to be tough. And, uh, yeah, isn't, there's one guy you want to screw with. <laughs> Isn't the story behind the Mr. T boxing match? Didn't Mr. T almost back out because he didn't want to do it? I, he may have. I, I can't remember it exactly. I read I read Piper's book, which is his, he started and then his kids finished. But uh, yeah, I remember him. He did a lot of training with Judo Gene LaBelle at one point too, with, in judo, in black belt in judo. So 
you want those hip tosses and hip throws like so you you want him on your team and a lot of people could even say and he's one guy that will probably like even the, even if he's getting the crap beat out of him he will not stop coming at you like a pit oh bull. i don't doubt that i do not doubt that at all they were just they're different in the 80s weren't they mm-hmm. and the, and we're and with these lists it's dead or alive it, we're going right. we're going universal by the way forgot to preface that it's just we're dead or alive which wrestlers would you want to have as backup for a fight but yeah that definitely piper's on my list and uh so leads me to hand it off back off to you for your second person all right so this one might actually surprise you even more than the undertaker i went with matt riddle that's actually a pretty good one i i, I kind of I thought about him briefly, but I didn't go with him. But explain the the only thing that kind that really made me hesitant was he he doesn't seem at least to me he doesn't seem like he's that. What's the word I'm looking for? Hot headed, I should say. Like yeah, you know, uh, which you know there might that might be because of you know his uh. The, the the shenanigans he likes to get into on his downtime. I won't say what specifically, but if you watch Matt Riddle, you could probably guess what I'm talking about. But the kid, the guy went eight and eight and three in the UFC, so that's you know that's a pretty decent record in my book. And the fact that you know you were in the UFC is already impressive, but the fact that you went had a winning record is pretty crazy, pretty legit. Yeah. Oh, I I agree. So that's that's a pretty good second one. So. Uh, my second person, no order, no specific order. Um, mine is, um, so Haku, also known as Meng, tabbed by by many, by, just want to make sure, by many as one of the toughest professional wrestlers ever. Like he's, he want, it's somebody you want on your side. Because if he's not, ugh, good luck. Uh, he's former sumo wrestler. Didn't know that. I looked at his Wikipedia. And uh, former WWF tag champ with Andre the Giant, WCW hardcore champion. There's notori- There's multiple stories that are out about him. One of them was with Shane Douglas. Shane Douglas, well, he I didn't go through his story, but he said in a shoot interview on the Triple Threat podcast that a person would be better off fighting the U.S. Army than fighting Haku. And then also... The Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, he told a story on WWE Classics, which was a thing, I think, on WWE 24-7 at one point. It was about a time he and Haku went to a tavern to grab a few beers uh, before heading off to the hotel. Um, Sullivan said that he and Meng were not locals, obviously. Right. And a guy playing pool started insulting him. Uh, next Next thing I know... Last quote from Sol- Kevin Sullivan, the taskmaster. Taskmaster. The next thing I know, quote, is that man goozles the guy like Mister Spock. Sullivan said it was fast and furious. He then grabbed another guy who tried to get involved and knocked him unconscious. After that, things got even crazier. Meng bit through the guy's shirt like a wolf, bit a chunk out of the guy's back, then spit it on the floor. He said, "I said." Sullivan says it's it's time to go. Uh, 
Sullivan said that they, as they drove down from drove from the bar, he saw police cars pulling into the parking lot, but authorities did pursue them and no charges were ever filed. That doesn't tell you right there. He may be a little exaggerated, but I don't I don't think a lot of it probably is. Oh, no. It, like if you ask like probably it, the guys that wrestled all wrestled in the 80s and 90s, it's you ask them. Who's the toughest? Haku is the toughest, period. Point blank. <laughs> so why would you want to, even if you didn't know who he was, again, these are professional wrestlers, massive individuals. Some of, well, some of them can defend themselves. There's others like Sean was notoriously not a tough guy at all. <laughs> true, true. I mean, like, you know what? I'm just, we're just going to keep going into this because I actually had Haku slash Mang on my list as well. Mm-hmm. And... I took a lot of ins- a lot of the notes I took was I remember we watched well I watched that video um the one that I referenced earlier from Parts of Unknown mm-hmm. and they talked about how Haku was one of two people that Andre the Giant was scared of and it's Andre the Giant who My God. in his who in his day was one of the toughest people in the business so if if one person is scaring Andre the Giant, you know this is someone who is not to be not to be taken lightly. Yeah, and that's one guy you want on your side. Yes. If things break down, he will take multiple people out. And remember Simon Miller that one time he insulted him? Like I don't know if he oh insulted him or there was some it was like some rumor thing and then Simon Miller had to run away from Haku because Haku was gonna go get him. I'm like, oh you you dodged a bullet there, Simon from uh what like, Simon, you're, you're a big guy, but <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, I had Haku on mine, and you really said everything that I was going to say, too. It's just the legend status of this individual of being the – I'm not – you can't even say one of the baddest. You could say he's the baddest, most frightening person to ever grace a WWE ring. And he and he's, like, super nice to you if you're on his good side. He is, like – he's the nicest person ever. He's your best friend. It's just don't get exactly. on his bad side. Oh man! All right, Jo. Let's let's go with that number three now. The third person. For me, I my third person. Um, uh, when we talked about this uh, after we finished recording yesterday, actually, yeah, actually. Then did you have? Wait a that's you're already on your fourth, aren't you? Yeah, Meng was mine. Well, oh, okay. We, we shared that spot. Yeah, I, I'll do two in a row after that. I'll do two in a row. <laughs> So we, we talked about this, the topic briefly after we got done recording yesterday. So th- you might have this one unless you changed it, but I had Ken Shamrock. Ah, we both do now. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. But Ken Shamrock, a badass individual, legit mixed martial arts experience was amazing at Pancrase. And what, what well, King of Pancrase I mean, in 1994. Right. Yeah, that was my number three. That was my third guy too. That was my third guy. So, yeah. And you know, for for the for those who you know aren't aware of, I mean, I, I'm not an expert, but you know, Pancrase, it's a legit mixed martial art. Mm-hmm. There, and it's 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 a hard sport to be in. It's a contact sport, combat sport, and Ken Ken Shamrock was on top for the longest time. Yeah, he was the UFC Super Fight Champion, King of Pancrase in '94, UFC Hall of Famer. He, guy, yeah, tough guy, legit tough guy. 
No doubt. And someone I definitely would be if if he was by my side, I'd I'd probably be pretty eager to start fights. I'll yeah, say, he'd be I'll, like, oh, he's like, I got Ken Shamrock behind me. I'm good. I'm good. Well, I, I'd, yeah, say, like, I, I'd say that if I had Haku with me just by himself and be like, all right, I'm good. I just got Haku here. So we're so if I, so stuff breaks down, Haku's going to take everyone out for me. I was like, honestly, I'd invite I was like, for everyone on my list, I'd invite all of us out to the bar. And as soon as I got there, I'd just start knocking people's drinks out of their hands, pushing people just to see what happens. <laughs> I'm, I guess I'd be the instigator in that situation. Yeah, it's probably not a good idea. Not the best, but like I said, we we got some badasses on our side, so. So yeah, I that, Shamrock was my third guy, so I'll jump into my fourth. So my fourth guy is also a former. Uh, it was a big into Pancrase, Minoru Suzuki, mm. former IWGP Intercontinental Champ and Tag Champ, along with a Never Open Weight Championship. He has a thirty and nineteen overall record in mixed martial arts. A former King of Pancrase Open Weight Champion which is a Japanese-based uh, martial art, I'm pretty sure, if, I, if I'm correct. Uh, and if you ever watch his matches, this dude is – he hits hard. He hits hard in the professional wrestling ring, but he, but he was very skilled on the ground. So of his 30 wins in MMA, uh, his, 22 of them were by submission. That's a lot. <laughs> So if you if this thing got to the ground, you that's one thing you'd want. That, that's the guy you want. One of the guys you want. Oh, that's ga- that's wraps. It's game over. For sure. That's that's and Minoru Suzuki. He's just freaking crazy anyway. Like crazy tough, and you you hit him and he gets more motivated. I say, and he's still active now, isn't he? Yes, he's in his fifties. He's wrestling at Forbidden Door. Man, he's in, he's in his like mid fifties. Still going and I, strong. And, and I'd be willing to say he's probably just as tough in his 50s as he was back then. Yeah. Definitely somebody I want on my side, for sure. So that was my fourth person. J.O., who is your fifth and final person you would like to have as backup for a fight? This one probably is going to be the most obvious for those. Like, if you were to ask someone to make a list on top of their head, they'd probably – uh, list this person first. Hornswoggle. No, man. I'm just kidding. Oh, Hornswoggle, man. Now, <laughs> hey, he's tough. He is tough. Yeah, he got, uh, no, beat, he got beat up by JBL one time, I'm pretty sure, and during a match or got thrown around. Uh, no disrespect to Hornswoggle, but my real fifth pick is Brock Lesnar. Good pick. That's a good pick. Good pick staying um, in the MMA world as well. Right. Like a, a few of the people I mentioned, you know, UFC experience. Uh, he was a UFC champion at one point and the founder of Suplex City, just a massive, massive individual. I feel like with Lesnar, he kind of has that same impact that Undertaker, Undertaker would have, that he could probably just look at a guy who's giving us trouble and scare the guy off. With those lats, I would just run away. Oh, his his lats are about as big as I am. Like I, I would just run. I'd be like, okay, yep, I see you. Bye, buddy. You're about three hundred pounds, and I don't want to mess with you. And you look like you could rip me in half with one hand. Oh, guaranteed, without any effort as well. Yeah, Rock's resume speaks for itself. All uh, NCAA champion wrestler, 
UFC heavyweight champion at one point. A big, big man. Six, what, six, three, 285, 290. Yeah, just a beast. The beast. beast. He was the beast, the beast incarnate, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> Definitely a guy you would want. But that's a really good final pick, J.O. My final pick, my fifth person, it is an MMA fighter as well. It is Dan the Beast Severn. Okay. Former okay. UFC super fight, super fight world super fight champion and UFC Hall of Famer. His career record in MMA is 101, 19, and 7. And he's got I'm a lot. Sorry. Can, you say, can, you, can you say that again? I didn't think I, I heard that right. Yeah, it, it, there, he didn't win one fight. He won 101 fights. 101, 101, 19, and 7. Like 101 Dalmatians. Yes. My goodness. See, I, I guess I could say this now. He was on my honorable mentions, but I don't think if I d- dug a little deeper and saw that, he would definitely have been on my list. That is just insane. Oh, no. There, and this, and I, I wasn't even done. I wasn't even done yet with talking about him because he's a former two-time NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. And according to his Wikipedia page, he is a two-time NCAA D1 All-American in wrestling, a fifth-degree a fifth degree black belt in judo, a second-degree black belt in jiu-jitsu, and a first-degree first Raz Raz Riyadh international master in sambo. I probably should have dug a little deeper on Dan Sever. My goodness. Yeah, I well, I looked. I was looking into him. And I'm like, my goodness, yes, 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 a thousand times, yes. I want this guy. I want this guy. And the mustache. I, I, I you gotta, you gotta have the guy with the mustache. Oh yeah, mustache alone. That if you just saw that, I was like, do I even want to mess with this guy? Nope. Yeah, it, that was that was my fifth and final pick, and I thought it was very appropriate, and. uh yeah, let's just let's just recap our list real quick, and then we'll go over honorable mentions. So you go first, Jo. So I had Undertaker, Matt Riddle, Meng, Ken Shamrock, and Brock Lesnar. And I had Rowdy Roddy Piper, Haku slash Meng, Ken Shamrock, Minoru Suzuki, and Dan the Beast Severn in my top five. So. If you want to tell us your top five wrestlers you'd want as backup for a fight, shoot us a tweet at Sig Daddy Wrestle at Jeremy Ordas, wherever. Just send us send us a tweet. Send us your five people you'd have as backup for a fight. But uh, let's go over some honorable mentions before we close this thing out. Jo, who were some of your honorable mentions? I know you said you had Dan Severn in there as one. Yeah, Dan Severn was there, but honestly, I might make that now 5.2 or something because my <laughs> God. Yeah, Dan, I had Dan Severn. I went with uh, Bobby Lashley for mine because I know he has some legit uh, wrestling experience as well. Uh, you might like this one. I had Kurt Angle on there. I had one, I had him as well. Yeah, I went with Skill again. And th- th- I on uh, others, I kind of went with just – intimidation factor i had braun Strowman, a massive massive individual 
like again i'm not saying these people aren't tough and anything but you know sometimes size doesn't necessarily mean you can fight but i'm adding honorable mentions as you speak now i just thought a few of a few <laughs> as we were going along in this episode Right. But, uh, yeah, just because you're big doesn't mean you can fight. I understand that. But sometimes you can be so big that the person doesn't even want to start a fight. So that counts as a, a win in my book. Yeah, that's that's for sure. That's for sure. So, so. Yeah, I had Braun Strowman, and then I threw Kane in there. Okay. Um, so I had Kurt Angle, as you, uh, we already kind of agreed with. Steve Blackman, mm. the, the lethal weapon. 1997 to 2002 was in WWF, had a legitimate martial arts background. And Escrima, which is a weapons-based martial art uh, based out of the Philippines. Yeah, I was going to say, I know Escrima. <laughs> and Taekwondo as well. And you saw, but he'd like carry around like, I think he'd carry around like nun, nunchucks and uh, some other different weapons to the ring, uh, Steve Blackman. So yeah, definitely a guy you wouldn't want to mess with. Um, Brian Pillman, the loose cannon. So I've been reading his uh, book by uh, Liam O'Rourke. Uh, it's, it's very good by the way, definitely recommend checking it out. Um, he was legitimately a tough guy. He's always an underdog. He was undersized, but he could take care of business if he needed to. Wasn't the biggest guy, but he was a pit bull. So wouldn't want to mess with him for sure. And I added two more actually, as we were going along. So, Firstly, RVD. Oh, okay. With his martial arts background. Definitely wanted him. Shout out to RVD. I saw I saw you in Pro Wrestling Noah here recently. He's looking hella good at age, what, 52 now? 51? But, uh, yeah, definitely with his martial arts background, I want him on my side. Um, and Godfather. Who was a really? bouncer at – he was a bouncer at strip clubs. Okay. Oh no, yeah, he and don't get me wrong, wasn't is it wasn't he part of um Undertaker's backstage crew? Yeah, he's part of the Bone Skull crew. Okay. So that right there tells you all you need to know about him. If Undertaker lets you be in his group, then yeah. Yeah, he he was a bouncer, I think, at nightclubs and it was on Dark Side of the Ring. And he you know what the funny thing was? The thing he hated most at these clubs was the pimps. And he became legitimately became a pimp on TV. You either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. But he was a hero as the pimp. <laughs> yeah, uh, but to him it was a villain. Yeah, but man, but he yeah, he, there was a story where like he just slap he'd like like he was with just an open hand slap, he would wreck people in clubs. So yeah, that's definitely somebody you'd want as well. Those are all honorable mentions. Didn't quite make it to our top five, but definitely people you'd like to, you would definitely consider if you got in a fight, if you'd want them to be on your side and uh, have your back. So uh, that yeah. was, that was a quite interesting uh, topic we went through there. J.O., how do you feel about it? So looking at this topic, I think it's important to know that you could ask five different wrestling fans the same question and there, there'll be some overlap for sure, but there'll probably be other people we didn't mention or didn't even think about. And I think that's just a sign of how tough the WWE or pro wrestling in general, the kind of people they have in there. Like yeah. there's just so many that we could name. There's so many options, really, if you think about it. There's so many options. 
Uh, Iron Sheik at one point was like, he was a legitimate Iranian badass wrestler, amateur wrestler. You got to think about that. Cause I, I didn't even like, I'm looking at the, my Funko pop on my desk, the Iron Sheik. And I'm like, he was a legit badass too. At one point, Iron Sheik was. Oh yeah. No, no, no joke. So that those, those like you could ask a hundred, you could ask so many, like, yeah, you ask five different people, there could be some overlap, but there's going to be different lists for everybody. So which makes it such a kind of a unique topic to go over because kind of, it's just interesting to see what, how different people approach it. Like what, like most of ours was kind of based on skill, but it was also just sheer on sheer badassness as I right. like to say. But some people would be going with different, kind of a different route and such with this. But it's just cool to see the different differences in how our list uh, looked. And it, it's it just it's a unique topic because we don't go into this kind of thing really that often. We This is kind of a weird topic for us because we don't do kind of this odd, odd – it's like a – I wouldn't say odd – and he's kind of, it's sort of an odd topic to get into for wrestling because you don't really hear a lot of people talk about this that often. No, you're not as often as they could. I'll say that because again, just so many tough badasses in WWE. Like it's a conversation that could be had millions of times over. Mm-hmm. For sure. No freaking doubt. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode of uh, Sig Daddy's wrestling show. We, uh, we, we uh, had a lot of fun delivering it to you here and uh thank you again to jo for uh taking the ride along with me it's always a fun time always always fun and uh you can find sig daddy's wrestling show on facebook twitter and on tiktok at sig daddy wrestle and on instagram at sig daddy dot wrestle you can find sig daddy's wrestling show wherever you get your podcast whether that's spotify Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show. Make sure to leave it a review if you like the show. And uh, J.O., where can everyone find you? I am on Instagram and Twitter, same username, at Jeremy Ordos, all lowercase. All right. And uh, J.O., any final words before we send it away to send it? I'll just... Close out the show. I mean, man, I can't talk. Yeah, final thoughts. Do not pick a fight with anyone in the WWE. Or in pro wrestling, period. Yeah. Or Haku. Haku. That's what I'll leave you with, everyone. Don't mess with Haku. That's it. That's it. All right. This is Skylar Sigdaddy Sigmund signing off alongside J.O. saying thank you all for listening. And so long, everybody.